Hello, everyone. It's time for Vanish Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pete Costanis. This is episode 213, season 9. Today's date is April 19th, 2023, and welcome to the show. On today's program, I will do something unusual. Uh, I always do, anyway. (laughs) Um, So on today's program, I will talk about uh, TV magic cards. Uh, those are those wonderful, uh, it was a wonderful product uh, introduced by uh, that famous magician, Marshall Brodeen, who performed magic uh, on the Bozo Show, and, you know, on Bozo Circus, and also he was at, he was Wizzo the Wizard, and did those commercials of uh, TV magic cards and those other wonderful uh, tricks he performed. Also, I will talk about my recent health update. Uh, I had a lot of response, a lot of responses from people, and I'll discuss that. And uh, this be this will be a lot of fun. It'll be a fun episode. Okay. Right now, the program will go into a commercial break, and this program is brought to you by Lifesavers Gum. Oh, I miss this product so much. And uh, so here's a commercial from ni- from the 1970s. So sit back and enjoy. And I'll be right back with the program. Thank you. Introducing new Lifesavers gum. The only gum with a Lifesaver flavor. Cherry. Spearmint. Lemon. Orange. Peppermint. Each flavor comes in a separate pack. New Lifesavers gum. The only gum with the Lifesaver flavor. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for Lifesavers Gum. Uh, This was introduced in the 1970s. Um, they mentioned the flavors. Uh, let me try to remember. There was cherry, lemon, orange, spearmint, and peppermint. I think that's it. My memories of this gum uh, were when I was a little kid. Uh, I lived in the Roseland neighborhood in Chicago on the south side. They used to sell these at uh, Kresge's right before Kmart. That store. It was on Michigan Avenue. I think I said that before. Also, uh, grocery stores, they had them at A&P, National Foods, uh, or drugstore, like the Coven uh, Drugs. And then when I moved to Ashburn, 
uh, neighborhood in 74. Uh, it was, I was, I believe it was still around. So they were probably at Edwards Drugstore on 79th Street, also Crestline Pharmacy on 79th, and uh, probably the Jewel that was on 84th Street in Pulaski. And also, there was a jewel in Fort City at the time when I moved there. Um, I don't know what else. Uh, also, Super X Drugs, that was at Fort City. So I, I don't know why they discontinued this product. Maybe it fell out of, uh, fell out of, uh, how would you say that? You know, fell out of popularity, fell out of demand. You know, they didn't want it anymore. I remember the Lifesavers Lollipop, you know, it was like a big uh, Lifesavers candy on a stick. Which was pretty good, like that. Uh, as for lifesavers, they changed the flavors uh, over the years. You know, they don't have the classic uh, flavors anymore. I remember cherry, wild cherry. Uh, well, wild cherry, you can get that by yourself. Like for example, lemon, lime, uh, orange. Uh, also, pineapple. wasn't crazy about that, but now they added watermelon. I'm not a big fan of watermelon. So it's hard to find lifesavers. I love this candy. I really do. And it's it's great. So the gum was good. I remember it didn't last very long. But uh, it was a great product to introduce to the public. You know, it was in competition with other uh, gum companies like that. So it still is to this day. So that's a nice memory. A nice memory from my childhood. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I, I mentioned that I will talk about uh, TV Magic Cards. Also, I'll talk about my recent health update. So I will do my health update uh, first. Uh, I went to the urologist yesterday. Uh, I was scheduled uh, in the morning. And let's see. So uh, my, my urologist told me that my PSA is 0 0.86. That is below. That is good. Excellent. It's awesome. Uh, no trace of cancer. And uh, he uh, then he told me that the two medications that I'm taking currently, the Orgovix and the Extandi. Uh, the first one was Orgovix. Uh, that was... Uh, prescribed for me about a couple years ago and that uh it was working fine it was really was and then uh this year i went for my blood test and all of a sudden my psa went up to 10. i go whoa what was going on so uh at the time that was in that was last year and yeah in 2022 so my urologist uh, suggested I will go for a bone scan, you know, and uh, I did. I went to the hospital and they found a spot on my 10th right rib. So it, so it, uh, it looked like it spread. There was a spot there. The reason was, where, my urologist told me this in the beginning. Uh, when, the, when they had the prostate removed in April, of 2020, right around this time, uh, there were a few microscopic cells, really teeny tiny cells that was on the prostate bed and it could spread. After that, I did radiation. I Maybe it didn't work because of the escape. It was so small, very small. 
And uh, I was doing okay for a while, but somehow it just popped up. They're like dandelions, like that. So, uh, so last year, uh, when I went to see the urologist, he strongly suggested I would take Extandy, and that's a new. That's not really a new drug. It's been around for quite a while, maybe a few years, and that sort of suppresses the cancer. Uh, that the same thing with Orgovix. So it's not. It doesn't eradicate it. It's just it's there, but it's like uh, just uh, just puts like a plug on it, like that, because. One my urologist said that the testosterone is like a fuel and it fuels the, you know, the cancer. So if you're, if I'm off this stuff, it'll like reignite and then I would get, it would, uh, you know, it'll come back. And he also said, you know, the thing that you said yesterday, that was kind of scary to me, but it's also true that if I didn't have the operation, or the radiation or these medications, I'd be dead now. He said it bluntly. You know, I'm glad, you know, it's a good thing I went to uh, to him sooner, you know, because before that, uh, around a few years ago, I was going to the bathroom a lot. Something was up. I didn't feel well. I went, to, like I said, I went to the bathroom a lot in the middle of the night and uh, I don't know, I felt like, like I had anxiety. So something was up. So I went to my regular doctor. This was in 2019. He suggested you got to go to a urologist because your PSA went up to like 8.5. So you, so can you find a uh, urologist? So I did find one first. Uh, this was my father's. Uh, this belonged to my father, uh, but uh, he died and his son took over. And then I went to him and he did the exam you know where <laughs> and then uh then i went for a biopsy then i got the results and then in december of uh 19 2019 i think it's december 10th i was diagnosed with prostate cancer uh that was that was a bad day i didn't like that day at all then I continued with him, but then he had trouble with the insurance. Uh, then he dropped me. So I had to go find somewhere else to go. And luckily I found my other urologist. He's in Berwyn. So that, thank goodness. He's a good doctor. Wonderful man. And I uh, took, and when I went there uh, to speak, to, I didn't speak to him first. I spoke to another doctor, but he left already. And he was very shocked why, uh, why the other doctor dropped me. And uh, he had that mean look in his eye. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I'm a, that's, uh, that's bad. You know, it's kind of like disrespectful. Well, luckily, but he says, luckily you came here. Okay. So when my current urologist told me, like, if you didn't have all these, uh, the, the surgery or the treatments, uh, you would not, I would not be talking right now doing a podcast. <laughs> so that was scary. That scared me to death ever since he said that to me. Oh, I didn't, I didn't like that, but I'm glad he told me. So in other words, uh, this, these medications that I'm taking every day, I take one per day for the Orgovix in the morning. Uh, at night, I take four pills for Extandy every night. And you, and those the the Extandy one 
makes me drowsy. Not drowsy, makes me fatigued, tired, I get hot flashes. Now they subsided a little bit. Uh, I'm not that I'm not as tired as anymore, and I don't get much hot flashes, so that's good. And they'll improve. He says they'll improve. You'll get used to it. Um, let's see what else. Uh, I'm trying to think what else he said. Yeah. So uh, I'm waiting for the next refills for those to come. Also, he mentioned that, uh, well, when I went to my regular doctor, I went, uh, I did a blood test and he said that my calcium elevated. When I told this to the urologist, he, he got the res test results for him. Uh, he said, it's a combination of those two pills. That's why your calcium went up. So he recommended a hematologist and uh, I'm waiting word on the hematologist so I can go see her. It's a woman doctor. And then probably prescribe me another medication, like I need another pill. And we'll take it from there, uh, hopefully soon. And uh, so I hope that will be fixed. And uh, it's not life-threatening, not really. It's concerning, but it's not life-threatening. So uh, I don't know if it's because I drink a lot. of uh, I do eat a lot of dairy. I like I love dairy. I like milk and ice cream and cottage cheese and cheese and all kinds of goody stuff. You know, yogurt. So I don't know if the if the hematologist is going to uh, tell me do I have to cut down these things? You know, because they check the blood and we'll see if it's good. If, you know, if it's working properly. If that is that the case, then fine. You know, I could do that. You know, and uh, so I will see my urologist uh, next time, July nineteenth. I I will have a procedure done. Uh, they're going to check my bladder. I don't. Not looking forward to that, but it's just in case because every when you're a prostate cancer uh, patient, your the scar tissue around your lower part. Uh, sometimes uh, isn't stretched enough, so they have to do an operation. I've had that twice. It might it might be done again today, uh, again soon. So I might end up in the hospital, or it's a procedure in the office. So I don't know. I hope not. I'm not looking forward to it. So that's three months away. <laughs> and uh, but he says you're you're not really cancer free, but you're doing good. You know. I don't think I ever will be because it's still in the inside of me. It's still in there. So um, it's under control. So I'm gonna. So if I take these medications for the rest of my life, I'm gonna live longer, live a long, long time. But you know, if I but I've been eating well. Do a little exercise. You know, I haven't exercised much because I'm so tired all the time. You know, I have to lie down. Maybe do a little walking. I can't do anything very vigorous and nothing exerting. So just a little walk. When I'm walking, I'm fine. I just can't stand long. I could stand, but, you know, like that. Because uh, this past weekend, it was Easter, and I went to church, and I had to stand uh, all, most of the time. But I had to sit down because I was tired. So that's a little, it was a little hard like that. And I feel like I want to lie down all day, but I'm doing better, you know, with the fatigue. 
You know, it's uh, not as much. So that's good news. Really good news. And uh, also one thing, uh, the urologist said, if these medications don't work anymore, there'll be others. I have other options. So that's great. Those are other pills. So thank God for that. Because back then, in the old days, uh, they had nothing. You know, men did not go to the doctor. They never uh, had checkups. You know, that's still true for today. And uh, because my dad sort of had it, but he had like a spot. But he was he went for radiation one day and it was gone. Thank goodness. But my grandfather uh, never he had prostate cancer, but he he didn't live. I never met him. He died in the fifties, and uh, he didn't listen to anybody. He went to uh, I think he had all kinds of uh, medical problems, like with kidney, but it mostly was prostate cancer. So it's uh, heredity. It's genetic. So I urge like my brothers, my cousins, you know, all the males, you know, get tested, you know, go for checkups because it could happen to them. And I'm concerned about them of that. So, so I posted the, my update on Facebook and Twitter and also Instagram. And uh, I had a lot of positive responses, and people said they were very happy that the PSA is down, and uh, you know, good for you. Uh, you're going to live a long time. Uh, they know it's, uh, but I'm a survivor. I'm a survivor. I'm many people who are, have this problem, and they live. Um, most prostate cancer patients live. 15, 20 years. I can probably live in my 90s. Would that, would that be nice? <laughs> you know, so uh, that's fine. That's fine. You know, I, I the, the drawback is uh, with the testosterone, you know, I, I can't have children. You know, well, I'm 60. I'm too old. I could. Uh, so that's a, that's a huge drawback, but I'm alive. I'm alive. That's what's important. And I am here doing uh, my updates on my Facebook page, Van Chicagoland, and also talking to you on my podcast at this very moment. You know, so that's that's great. And I've had a lot of support from my family, my friends, and my followers. Also, like uh, famous people. Uh, oh, yes, like from famous people that I never met, even people in the media. I never met them in person, but they, we communicate through uh, Facebook and Twitter. It's wonderful. And some people in the media have the same problem, whether it's male or female, they had breast cancer, prostate cancer, any, any type. They've recovered, but some have not. And some people, and some of the people who had cancer, they're no longer around, and that's sad. It really is. But like I said before, I am here. I am here. Okay. So I will keep you updated. Uh, I always do through social media, on Facebook and Twitter, and also Instagram. It will be a while because uh, I won't see the urologist till July nineteenth. But I will see the hematologist soon. So I'll post an update on that. Okay.
All right, now we'll go back to the fun stuff. Sorry, I apologize for depressing people. <laughs> but I think a lot of people are concerned. And uh, it's nice. Okay, right now I'm going to talk about TV Magic Cards. Ah, <laughs> What can I say about this product? It is uh, a, everyone's favorite part of their childhood. And if you grew up in the 70s and the 80s, you remember this, mostly the 70s. Uh, this product was introduced around 1970, 71. And uh, I remember seeing it for the first time. I watched it uh, when I was living in the Rosen neighborhood in Chicago. We had the black and white uh, Zenith TV. <laughs> and all of a sudden, uh, there was a magician uh, who was Marshall Brodine. And uh, he was a professional magician, very famous one uh, in Chicago. He performed uh, at some clubs. And then uh, he also performed at Riverview Park. And, uh, and then um, he, he started performing magic tricks at Bozo's Circus on WGN-TV Channel 9 in Chicago around 1962. Very early, but I'll get to Wizzo in a second. So, and uh, yeah, he performed magic. And uh, then one day uh, they asked him to be a regular on Bozo's Circus, but as Wizzo the Wizard, you know. And yeah, he dressed in a clown outfit with the makeup and he had the stone of Zanzibar. And then when he touched the stone of Zanzibar, he went, do, 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 do. <laughs> I love when he did that. That's hilarious. And he did that all the way till the end of, of, Bo of Bozo, right? And, um, it would turn into the Bozo show in, around 2001. He became a semi-regular, but then he became really a regular at the end. Uh, but he still performed magic at uh, venues, uh, maybe concerts like that. And that was one of the, the, the first time I saw the commercial, like I said, was uh, on, t on TV uh, in the early 70s. So right now I'm going to play the commercial for TV Magic Cards. When I come back, I'll talk a little bit more about that and the other products that he uh how would you say hawk or sell, was selling? So that should be fun. So here's the commercial of TP Magic Cards. This is from 1971, and it features uh, Marshall Burdeen, the magician. Thank you, everyone. I'll be right back. Hi, I'm Marshall Brodine, a professional magician. You know, most magic tricks are easy once you know the secret. Now take magic cards. You don't have to be a magician to perform all kinds of amazing card tricks because it works by itself. Have someone take a card, place it back in the deck, tap the deck, it comes to the top. Put it back in the middle and it's back on top again. Make two or three piles. Whatever pile they point to, the card is there. Now for more fun, take the top card, Tap it, and it changes to their card. Place it on the bottom, and they all change to their card. Cut the deck, and they're all different again. Six or 60, you can work TV Magic Cards, the mechanical deck that works all by itself. TV Magic Cards, just one ninety-eight at Dominic's Finer Foods, Goldblatt's, or wherever you see the sign, and at Walgreen and Walgreen H&C Drugstores. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I'm back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for TV Magic Cards. Um, I remember they came, uh, you know, in a red box, you know, and they had the big A in the front like that. And uh, my memories of TV Magic Cards, I did own uh, that deck of cards. Uh, the first time, I think my mother bought it for me. Either Kresge's or the uh, Gately's People Store in Michigan Avenue on, in Roseland. I think it was Kresge's. You know, I, I, I begged her, "Can you please buy this for me?" And, and she said, "Oh, all right." <laughs> so I bought that, and I tried to perform it, but I'm a terrible magician. I have no talent at all. You know, so I did my best. You know, and. Uh, so I, I tried to read the instructions. Um, I think I got away with it. Uh, one day I brought it to school and I tried to perform, but uh, oh, that was a disaster. <laughs> you know, and I kept it for a long time, you know, and uh, so that was fun in a way. You know, the novelty just wore off like that. Anyway, um, besides uh, TV Magic Cards, uh, he also, there was other products uh, that Marshall Bourdain, you know, uh, did commercials for. There was uh, TV mystery cards and TV miracle cards. And uh, they had different, extra, uh, that's magic that's perform uh, different types of magic performed on those particular cards. And they had the instructions for that. You know, when Marshall Bourdain did it on TV, it looked so easy. Oh, well, of course it was when he did that. Then um, later on, uh, he uh, there was also uh, like uh, something else was introduced called TV Magic Show and TV Magic Set. I won't go in, uh, for TV Magic Show. I won't go into details of that. I will talk about that another time because I'll go and describe the tricks of that. And uh, I'll just say briefly that I did have this. Uh, my mother bought this for me, I think, for Christmas or my birthday. And that was in Roseland, you know, in the early 70s. And uh, that was fun. You know, it was a lot of fun like that. And also Marshall Brodine, um, you know, he was performing all the way to the end. And then uh, he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's disease in 2007. And then he died on March 8, 2019 of that. And that was, a sh and that was sad. He really was. He was a wonderful man, you know, and uh, very soft-spoken. Uh, he loved, I, I guess he loved magic. He loved performing. If you have a talent or a passion, just uh, stick with it and, you know, pursue it. You know, I've, I tried to do that when I was younger, but, you know, you get discouraged, you know, sometimes from your parents or the other kids, 
you know, that you went to school with or other people like, why are you doing this? This is dumb. You're not going to get anywhere with that. There's no potential. You know, there's no future, blah, blah, blah. Oh, who cares? <laughs> I didn't, you know, so that's fine like that. And uh, so I guess he loved magic. He really does. As for Wizzo, the wizard, he was great. He was done. You know, uh, I should have uh, renamed this uh, episode the Marshall Bourdain episode, but uh, one day I will do that. So, uh, you know, I elaborated a little bit. I apologize. Okay. So, uh, so that's it for this program. So I'll do a recap of what I discussed today. I talked about my recent health update. Uh, you know, going to the doctor yesterday. Also, TV magic cards, uh, those wonderful that wonderful product introduced by magician, professional magician, Marshall Brodie. Uh, this this episode will be published soon uh, on any podcast app wherever is available, wherever podcasts are available. Like for example, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Overcast, Breaker. Also, it'll be on my YouTube channel, Vantage Confidence Stories. You can subscribe uh, to the one uh, to all these that I mentioned. Just hit the subscribe button, and also be uh, posted on my social media accounts, Facebook and Twitter. Also on my blog, VantageChicagoLab.blog. You can find it there. Okay, and uh, I will do another podcast episode probably this weekend. I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but I got time. Probably something good, something interesting. We'll see. Okay, so this is Pico Stanis, your host for Vanish Content Stories. Thank you for joining me. I had a wonderful, I had a wonderful thing uh, talking to you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, it was somewhat depressing a bit, but uh, I had to let it all out. You know, I feel better talking about this. It's therapeutic. It's helpful. You know, and uh, a lot of people reach out to me with, with the same problem I had, and it's nice. You know, I have something in common. It's, it's great. Okay, so here's bye-bye for me, and here is uh, Ray Rayner saying bye-bye-bye with a little traveling music. So take care, everyone, and so long. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye.